The angels beckon me to heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Amen. This world is not our home. Amen. The people of this world are really not your friends. Amen. You can't be ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation, the same salvation that changed your life and made you who you are this morning can change their life. He's interested in you touching him this morning and him touching you and him ministering to you and him helping you. Welcome to Naked Pentecostalism. I'm your host, Isaac Coverstone. Hey everybody, hope you're having a great day. I had an inspiration for an episode occur very recently and I just wanted to make a really straight to the point episode and cover what went on. Because it's, it's a very pertinent topic. So, in Pentecost, as well as several other Christian religions, it is believed that miraculous healings occur, that people actually get better from uh, blindness and deafness, amputations, medical conditions that are almost impossible to cure without some form of uh, surgery or uh, cutting-edge medical technology. So, again, I I saw a lot of this when I was growing up, and and it's there's still people that push this concept today that you know, hey, we'll just pray for you and and uh, you'll get better, even though there's not much uh, supporting evidence for that. So this came to this propped up into. Um, my mind when someone dropped a comment on one of my YouTube videos, which happens quite a bit, but he actually went out and made a significant claim, and I wanted to kind of share why it's important and why it's it's noteworthy. Uh, so the guy's name is Mark Crowder. I think he's a preacher of some type. I, I'm not familiar with his name, but he's probably in the American South, I would imagine. And he said that only Pentecostals, basically no other religions in the world, have actual miracles. Only Pentecostals. Um, he literally said legs growing back from nothing, blind eyes being opened. Um, people deny these things exist, blah, 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 blah. He's saying only Pentecostals see these kinds of miracles. So I called him out and said, Hey, you stated that only Pentecostals see limbs grow back. And I said, you can feel free to share a first and last name, phone numbers or contact information, or just admit that you were lying about it. And so it took about a week, I want to say. I had to keep just pestering him again and again. And, you know, I said, I'd be happy to spread the word about this incredible event. And I'd be more than happy to tell everybody about it. You know, <laughs> just tell me what's going on again. It, it took a while of, of pestering him. And he finally came back and said, okay, it was a sister Thompson from Eastwood Pentecostal church in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And there it is. So he he 
gave me the name and the church and the location, and that was it. And I said, I replied back, how am I supposed to verify that? Uh, you know, who was the person that measured the leg before and after? Who took pictures? Do you have contact information for other witnesses? Maybe her doctor? I mean, just give me anything here, right? So he pretty much refused to do any of that. And he just kind of stalled and wasn't really helpful. And then I kind of did some detective work on my own. And I went out and um, there was a Facebook group of somewhere around 600 ex-Pentecostal people from all different parts of the country. And I asked the question, does anyone know about this church? Has anyone met this guy? Has anyone... Um, you know, had any interaction with this particular person making the claim, what's, what's going on. So there was a individual that responded and said, yes, I've attended Eastwood most of my life. Um, in the past 40 years of his family attending the church, and there are um, a couple of his family members that are still there to this day, and no one's ever heard of a story where a missing leg grew back. So, you know, it, it, it's basically, yeah, if this really happened, they would not shut up about it. They'd be talking about it left and right and blah, blah, blah. And this, this Mark Crowder person, you know, he responded to that. So this guy posted that statement in the same YouTube channel uh, comments and said, they look. Uh, you're lying about the story. It's not real. And he was just like, yeah, cool. You don't make it any less real. Just just completely blew it off and refused to back down, refused to retract it, refused to admit he was wrong. And so I was like, okay, um, <laughs> you know, this is the way you're going to go. I mean, I, it's, so this is, this is a trend that I have seen over and over again in Pentecostal groups, but not just them. There's plenty of other religious groups that do the same thing. And so what we're going to discuss today is really just how miracles are handled as far as how miracles are discussed and, and how people kind of make claims about them. And it's, it's, it's really frustrating because Let's, let's, let's try to be realistic here. If you had a leg that was missing from birth or it was cut off in an accident or an arm or a hand, whatever, you had a complete amputation of a limb and you went to a church, someone prayed for you, the entire limb grew back, right? And there were coworkers or family members, uh, friends who knew you for years and you had this limb missing and you're using a prosthetic maybe. And then you showed up and, you know, you had you had your leg grow back or whatever. I mean, you wouldn't be able to keep that story quiet, right? Like, it would be all over Facebook. It'd be all over YouTube. And you might get on the 6 o'clock news, you know, hold up the before and after pictures. Yeah, my leg was gone. Now it's just grown back. I mean, this would be impossible to cover up. You would not be able to hide it. Okay, unless you're living 
in a monastery and you have no interaction with society. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of very obvious that like, if this really happened, it would be a huge deal and it would be really hard to not notice it. But with Pentecostals, there's almost this reverse psychology where it's like, yeah, okay, they claim the miracle happened, but then they're like, you wouldn't believe it even if we gave you proof kind of argument. So, like, they keep saying, you are mentally rejecting the truth. Like, that's that's their rationale, is really that you'll find any excuse to reject any evidence for what we what we say is is happening and they're really just copping out and saying we you know no we're not going to give you any photographs we're not going to give you phone numbers or contact information nothing just you know and it's like it what's ironic is if this really happened right like this would actually be a really strong piece of you might say um, um, this might be a really strong indication that they really had something going on like they actually had something beyond just just talk and yet the one thing that would maybe prove their case they they refuse to to, to provide anything substantial and that's where it's 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 so backwards and, and it's like you're playing this game of semantics where it's you're just trying to get them to you know <laughs> give you anything at all and and they just come down to look you know i i can't even i can't even describe it it's it's frustrating um deep breath deep breath so what we're left with is someone Someone claims their headache went away because they prayed for it. Someone claims their nosebleed went away. You know, you can't prove that wrong necessarily, and you you can't prove it. You can't prove that it happened either. It's it's very much this nebulous claim that just floats out there. But if someone says, you know, I was completely blind from birth, and and now I can see all of a sudden, I had my arm missing from birth and now it grew back and it's perfectly healthy arm and hand and everything that's different like that's a situation where you can get into that person's life and say did you really have the arm missing did you really have the leg missing and did you really you know let's say it came back let's see again before and after pictures like this person must have gone to school and had a wheelchair of some type or, or crutches and there'd be this whole pile of evidence that you could clearly see and easily see that it's true or not. And so those crazy claims that are way out there in left field, those should be really easy to, to establish a, this is a falsehood. So the sheer balls it takes to go out on social media and say, yes, this happened, you know, this outrageous thing happened. And then within a matter of hours, you know, people come back and say, no, that, that never happened. There's nobody by that name that had a missing leg. There's nobody. 
and then they flat out lie and just say, look, you know, this is true. This really happened, no matter what people say, blah, blah, blah. And they will not retract. They will not back down. I mean, that shows this incredible mental block where it's their way or the highway. And there's, there's no way you can reason or rationalize with that person because they're so, they're so invested in that belief system. They'll believe something is real or true when it's, it's absolutely proven not to be. And this is partially just human nature that, you know, the whole concept of pot committed, you know, uh, once you've played so far into the hand of poker and, and you've got your, your, you've bet your money already. And now you got to see the, you got to see that final card and you want to, you want to call everyone and, and see if you win or not. Like they've committed so much to it, maybe decades and decades of their life and they cannot ever admit to being wrong. And, and that's what's so dangerous about the, the theology is just that you're, you're in this place where you make these wild claims, they make these ridiculous statements that can't possibly be backed up or verified, and they just don't care. I mean, I mean this guy is on a public YouTube channel just saying whatever he feels like, and people are calling him out on it, and he just doubles right down. Will not admit to being wrong, and, and it's it's stunning to watch it happen like in real time. Um, but there it is, and so this is this is actually not unique to Pentecostalism, but it is very much uh, I think more common in Pentecost than maybe some other Christian faiths where you have such a willingness to believe the wild stories it's a it's a very strong um what you would call someone who's gullible but naive is maybe a better word where you know you hear stories about a missionary to the philippines and you know there were there were rebel soldiers with machine guns and they were driving down this road and an angel appeared in the car with them and they drove right through all the checkpoints and they didn't get kidnapped or shot or whatever. And people hear those stories and they just buy it completely hook, line and sinker. Nobody in the church hearing that story is making any effort to follow up on it. And of course it's very convenient that the stories are in foreign countries where it's you know impossible to, even talk to someone, even if you could get a good phone line or whatever else out there. Um, and that's changed quite a bit as the internet has made the world much smaller. But in the late 80s, early 90s, I mean, you could just say whatever you wanted. No one was going <laughs> to verify anything that happened in in uh, Southeast Asia or anywhere in Africa. It was just like, you know, you'd, you'd hear the missionary give a story and you'd give, you'd stand up and clap and whoop and holler. And that was it. They just bought it. So I think that culture of make this wild statement and nobody calls you on it, that has developed over decades and decades. 
of that atmosphere where you could you could make statements about these missionary trips and and man you just get away with murder because it didn't matter if it was true or not nobody could nobody could verify it and so that's carried over into the present day where maybe it's much easier to verify the stories but now it just even if someone verifies it and says this is absolutely not true it still doesn't affect them they they still have the same mentality that hey we can just tell them you know we don't care what their opinion is and and they act like they act like it just it the law doesn't well it's not there's nothing legally wrong with making a statement like that they, they're just basically lying out of their teeth and and it's there's no consequences you know they don't really believe that it's a sin not to lie because they do it all the time uh, and this is a preacher you know this is a guy allegedly is getting up and preaching to people and allegedly is seeing miracles but he's just very clearly making up stories on a public uh, YouTube channel and nobody cares you could show that to a dedicated um, died in the wool Pentecostal they just it would not matter to them and that's what's so horrible is, is it's no matter how much you can demonstrate that they don't have ethics, they don't have morality, they, they don't care. All that matters is that they've got this truth and no one else does and they're in on the special secret and that's all they care about. So, yeah, miracles. It's, it would be amazing if just one person could provide some kind of... You know, just, just just some kind of verification. It doesn't matter what, anything. But no, nobody does. It, 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 they don't care. It doesn't matter. And we're all left shaking our heads, and, and they just keep going. And they stay in their delusions. It's, and we can only watch you know, like, like a train wreck happening and just kind of shake our heads like, okay, you know, that's, that's, that's great. Um uh, Anyway, that's that's what I dealt with. So, yeah, Mr. Mark Crowder and Lake Charles, Louisiana Church. I mean, okay, they just don't believe anything they say apparently. But that's uh, that's it. I've said my piece. Uh, feel free to drop a comment if you have ideas for future episodes. Always interested in hearing some feedback. Always like reading the comments and things you guys say. Viewership is doing pretty well. I'm seeing some really nice expansion into non-English speaking countries that are picking up the podcast. I think it's pretty cool. And I hope to see it continue to grow and hopefully people learn from it and benefit from it. So have a great day, guys. Peace out. God's able to work out the trouble in your life. He's able to work out the problems that you deal with. God loves you. God cares about you. God's going to change things.